Welcome back to Push Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we're back after a one-week hiatus because Shannon has been <laughs> traveling the world and doesn't have time. Doesn't have time for this. She does not have time for this. Does not have time for you. <laughs> uh, sort of true. Sort of true. We were we were busy. The Kesslers were busy off the grid the past couple weeks. And, you know, we had things to do and magic to make. And that's what we did. You know? And honestly, the races before were kind of boring. So I don't they were. Really they were anything. total snooze fest. And I'll tell you. This week, this week, this, <laughs> this <freak>. week's race <laughs> was anything but a snooze fest. So it was what we needed. It was exactly what we needed. And I really hope that any new F1 fans that came into the last two races and were like, this is what the hype's about, hung in there until this Brazil race. Because if you could hang in until Brazil, all of your F1 buckets would be so full yeah i mean hopefully you know they showed the austin grand prix on national television this one was on national television too woo woo. Yeah. um but if you turned in for the austin grand prix you're probably like mm, i'm not missing much and then this week interlagos just really came yes. through came through this is First the race can we have yeah. every race here because uh, this track yes. is perfection i love so this much track. overtaking like everyone's happy to be there the fans were hype um this was 10 out of 10 i think yeah. this is the best race since the british grand prix i like it i like i like your enthusiasm and that might be where we stop agreeing <laughs> for the remainder of this podcast oh man i I get it i get i joke i joke i'm about to throw away i did buy one lando norris thing like last year in a and it was really in a fever dream um but i'm (laughs) done with mclaren like done i i apologize to any of our mclaren fan like loyalists but absolutely not to mclaren on all accounts on this race um i'm gonna blame the downfall of this season on Daniel Ricardo? No, Danielle. I am blaming <laughs> it on Zach Brown because before he's not even he, there. He's not even the boss. Before he stirred the pot with all this Daniel baloney, McLaren was great. The boys were, were doing good. They they were, were they? doing a lot okay. better than they're they were currently doing, okay. doing. They're currently doing. Now listen, this isn't easy for me to say, but Daniel Ricardo's on my shit list. I didn't want him to take out K-Mag and turn 10, not even one fucking lap into the race. There was one golden child on the track this week, and I wanted it to be Lewis Hamilton, but it wasn't. It was everybody, Everybody in the paddock. I think everybody in the F1. Everyone. Metaverse. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about K-Mag coming out hot. Because, okay, first off, another reason Interlagos was 10 out of 10 was because it was a sprint weekend. And I know people have their opinions on sprint weekends, but I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm firmly in the camp that loves them. Like, I both feet, the whole body, I'm setting up a camp. I love a sprint weekend. I think it makes it so much more exciting. I think it gives us a little bit more fun. It gives a little bit more drama. And K-Mag really kicks the weekend off on the best note in qualies coming in on pole position. Now, granted, was it a little bit of a like, you kind of got it, but he did have a burner of like, it wasn't like his lap was trash. It probably would have gotten beaten, but it was still solid. It was a great lap. And K-Mag for the win, like loved it. Everyone loved it. Everyone was giving it 10 out of 10. 
everybody was doing great. I mean, the amount of love that K Mag was getting was just chef's kiss. It was fantastic. And I think K Mag would have kept that fast, like fastest lap. I think he would have kept that regardless. Because, I think he I mean, would have maybe been second or third. I don't know because the Red Bull didn't have the speed this week. No, but I but I do the Mercedes did though. The Mercedes did, but even Mercedes during during those laps weren't as fast and weren't as consistent as K Mag was. I mean, K Mag was was crushing him. The most impressive. I don't know what Juju was on that track for him, but they were like, "Take it, my friend. Take it. This is great." And I loved it. It was the joy we all needed. First off, he came in and like we started the weekend with so much joy with K Mag, and we ended the weekend. (laughs) just clawing each other's eyes out. And I blame that on one Daniel Ricardo for taking K-Mag out because the joy could have been alive. We could have kept the joy alive, but those, but that knucklehead just had to go and bump him in the back and really just ruin a Gunter good time. Just a Gunter good time. <laughs> a Gunter good time. Is that a new shirt? I think we need that. <laughs> yes. Hold on, I'm adding it to the merch. I mean, it was a Haas weekend for the ages. And then, oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Just coming up the back. Did you see the video I shared on our stories of the like the hostage video that McLaren <laughs> took of Lando and Daniel afterwards? They're like up against a gray background being like, we're really sorry, guys. We really <laughs> ruined this weekend. Like, I was like, oh man, who's standing off camera, like pointing a gun at them? Oh, 100%. And did you also notice how Daniel didn't want to be, he's like, I'm afraid to be too close to Lando. Like, whatever Lando had, he he claimed to have food poisoning. It was funny because Jenny from Red Flag Jenny was like, yeah, I had food poisoning, air quotes, every Thursday and Friday in college. So, like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't food poisoning. Yeah, and you know he like, was out in Brazil with his chickies. Because like... he was his birthday weekend. He's yeah. in Brazil. He's like, whoop, 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 you know, on the turntables, <laughs> like DJ Lando having his time. He couldn't care about the race right now. He's busy. Yeah, well, you know, who he needed to get a lot busier on the track, but McLaren was just a giant shit show. And I think we shouldn't waste really any more time talking about them other than the fact that I'm, you know, I'm good riddance. (laughs) Ah. Ah. Sometimes, Danielle, I just want to slam my computer shut when you say things like that about Daniel Ricardo. Now, merited in this particular case, but not a good riddance to him. Good riddance. One more week and we can be, can we take a break? God, I'm so happy to just have, I mean, it will be a little bit sad because who will I hate as much as Daniel Ricardo? Like it is nice to have a little bit. Jeez, of- I don't know. It's impossible <laughs> if you can find anyone to hate more than Daniel Ricardo. But yeah, this weekend, I mean, his just fall from glory this season has been one for the record books. Oh. Oh. But hey, keep slanging that merch. Moving DR3. right along. <laughs> On get off the Daniel Ricardo hate train. Sorry, it's it lives. This is the station it lives in. This is the <laughs> this station. Is it lives on. Well, you know, we let's just keep rolling with the drama because the drama was a plenty yes. in Brazil. So and much starting drama. with Qualies, with Qualies, Team yeah. Alpine. What Oof. the fuck? Oh okay. my god. Okay, you know, you know how it's like, am I the drama? Honestly, Fernando Alonso, you are the drama. The drama. <laughs> but oof, when it comes to the drama, I'm here for Fernando Alonso just being the best at being the worst. Oh, yeah. But they hate each other. I didn't know it was this 
Like they were oh, they ready to just be other. like, let's just put it out there. Like I'm tired of trying to like appease the uh the team over here like i fucking hate you good because i fucking hate you too like that is the vibe <laughs> that you got all week in between them and honestly i'm here for I, it i mean <laughs> it's i couldn't look away i was like what am i watching like, i, I mean this know, has been brewing but like, what housewives hate each other the way that alonso <laughs> and okan hate each other like oh my god they hate each other bad. It is yeah, bad. it is like sitting on the couch with Andy yelling. At, it is Lisa Renna, um, mm. Kathy Hilton's vibes right now. Like that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, they, <laughs> they this has been brewing for a while, and this week it bubbled over because they have been like kind of trying to keep it. But th- that's the best part about the end of the season. Everybody's been trying to like play nice and keep it together, and now they're like, we have two more weeks. Fuck off. Yeah, they're just like gloves are off. I hate you. I'm done with you. I have one more week to look at your stupid face before <laughs> like I never have to see you again. I mean, I do, but like I can run my car straight into the back of you. Like- oh my God. You know, what'll be so nice if we could ever get like, you know how the housewives have reunion shows, like yeah, we need saying, a reunion yeah. with these two, well, actually like all, all like, oh, man, it would be blood, epic. like in one, you know, interview room, like cool down room. Yeah, and I don't want Will Buxton <laughs> to host it. I need Andy. Oh, yeah, no. I need Andy Cohen to be like, here's the receipts. Here's yeah. the drama. Yeah, here's oh God, how tweet. epic yeah. would that be? <laughs> oh my it, could, God. it would be like a 12 part series. It would how be do we so campaign good. this? This is what we need in this sport. This is it, it would be so good. A reunion so good. show. Oh, okay. So that so was good. the first of. Yeah. That, um, okay. And then I just have, well, that bled into the race where honestly i'm going to just go ahead and put my uh pole position for this race out here and it is team radio that is oh, team radio was fire pole for me because this was probably the best team radio we have had all season like everybody you know the person whose job that is on sky sports like the last few weeks has been like like you know yeah. on a straight <laughs> snoozer and this weekend they were like tag that one like they're they're just like cutting in like they're cutting off like crafty they're cutting them off left and right because they're like whatever you're talking about we don't care we're gonna throw this radio up because the radio is wild exactly like when you heard the little you're like what's coming now what's coming now like it's so fantastic i love it um yeah it was the radio popped off there was i mean fernando Yelling. There was Fernando yelling. There was fighting. There was drama. I mean, where it's like Ocon being like the, the fact that the Alpine team was oh like, gosh. he was like, a dad. I need you to confirm you were not going to fight with Alonzo. And Ocon's like, I cannot confirm. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, the way that the, he was like, dad voice, like uh, yeah. Esteban. Like, he's like, he couldn't look him dead in the eye, but if they were, he'd be like, P to P, like, in, yeah. look in my eyes. Look in my eyes and tell me, don't touch your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like you look out one window, you look out the other. Don't touch your brother. Don't cross the center line. (laughs) Like don't, don't do it. I was, uh, I was listening to um, F1 Nation this morning and Otmar gave a quote and he was like, listen, I'm just excited to have two young experienced drivers next year. And I was like, oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let well, bring Otmar in the reunion show. <laughs> yeah. Bring his receipts too. Because what does he know? 
Oh, you know, he's just like, I'm too, t- I'm tired. It's been a long season. And you guys like, can you guys just fucking hold it together for two more weeks? Just enough, enough. <laughs> and he's like, and also if you guys could like, fine, hate each other all you want, but like, let's keep the equipment intact. Like we don't need to be spending yeah. a bunch of money because you guys are going to act like 12 year olds. <laughs> Do you think that one will run into the other on purpose in Abu Dhabi? Mm. I mean, listen, Maybe. this is where, this is where if, dreams go to die. So like anything can happen there. It's fine. If so it's definitely Esteban doing it to Alonzo because he's so fucking pissed that Fernando Alonzo went from 17th to 5th last week because honestly, like hate him. He's the worst, but the guy can fucking drive a I mean, car. He, he finished P5 this week too. Like, No, that's what I'm saying this week. That's what I'm saying last week, like oh, this weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like the asshole can drive a car. Like no other and when max couldn't catch him it made i mean honestly i was yeah. like go like go fernando go yeah. <laughs> and that leads into the next bit of drama oh. because max just back doing max stuff i mean we this is it this is what the people have been this waiting for let's talk about it the max drama the audio heard round the world because Ugh. this one was a juicy tidbit. I'm like, where did this subplot come from? What is happening? What okay, is happening? So, you know, like, let's reference back when we went to Monaco. We had some thoughts about this. Do you remember when we talked about did we even talked about this on our pod? Like, I would have to go to the archives to find it. But we talked about did Sergio like crash on purpose because he had such a burner lap in qualities and if you basically in Monaco, like if you come in first, there's no passing in Monaco. No so, passing. Yeah. so like if you're in first, you're finishing first, like, and you win Monaco and that's like, you know, you take home the gold star, the trophy, it's like one for the yeah. ages. Yeah. So we kind of mentioned that, like, did he do that on purpose? Kind of was some bullshit, like seemed a little sketch. And then we also talked about, you know, how he had a good time. He was a good time guy in Monaco. Good time guy in Monaco. I mean, Checo in Monaco was a real interesting fella. And we talked about some alleged, alleged, you know, interactions with a young lady who was not Mrs. Checo. Exactly. So we, you know, if you hit the archives, we did, we did give you a little Excessive. foreshadowing on this. Okay. So let's go back now. Fast forward to Interlagos. <laughs> <laughs> time travel. And... Checo is struggling on the medium tires. Have you seen someone struggle so hard on a tire since like um, Charles, like, like since George Russell got put on those penguin tires that one race? <laughs> Everyone is on the softs. All the crews on the softs. Everybody, all the top guys on the softs except for Checo. And he's just falling back. And all of a sudden, Max comes back from like the back of the back. And he finally makes it to the front and he's, we got like foot five, six laps to go. And he's like, Hey, can I get through? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go try and catch Charles or Alonzo. Cause you know, it's points. They're tied. It's two blah, points blah, blah. there. Yeah. He, he needs two points and then he would be ahead of Charles going into the next race. And it would, it would solidify him getting second. Well, it'd be close. If not, if, if Charles, you know, won the next race, he would, he would beat him in. Be honest, babe. Okay. Oh, mm. what? Well, oh, okay. Oh, okay. We'll get Charles there. was in the back of the pack too, and I'm just gonna go ahead and said he finished ahead of all of them. So, mm, 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 mm. anyways, 
So they, so Checo lets him through. And honestly, like Checo's car was trash fire at that point. So he lets him through, but then they're like, Hey, you're not going to catch them. They're too far ahead. Can you give, and they said this, they asked him in the second to last lap. So we have 70 laps, 71 laps. They asked him in lap 70. They're like, give the dude his place back. Let let Checo pass. Let Checo through. And he like doesn't he doesn't listen he doesn't do it he doesn't respond I was listening like yeah the, he doesn't the listen. actual yeah. audio is like they played it today on this uh this pod and it's pretty long like there's like Max like like they asked him like two times right hello they, it's actually I think it's like closer to four interchanges where they're like hey Max can you like Max confirm confirm, confirm. four times I think we only hear two that were like broadcast but like when you listen to the whole stint like it's a it's a good well, amount of time like, where he's like know, don't ask me again max apologists were like were like oh well they asked him in the last lap and that wouldn't have worked and i'm like Mm-mm, they asked him before that yeah it was a while like he had plenty of time and that's the thing like he had plenty of time to to let Back off. Checo through and it it would have just helped the team and this is like we're listening to this and we're watching this like in the car on the way home and Dan is like fuming I mean he's like I just don't understand why you have such an insubordinate employee like if any other person would have pulled this in any other rank that person is added there like you, this is a team this is a team ask. This is what your boss is asking you to do. And you've got this guy just being like, no, I'm not going to do it. I've got my reasons. I mean, I was like, what, is that is that literal? Yeah, but like, I love how this team is acting like they're all upset. And I want to be like, hi, guys. Hey, it's like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Like yeah. Max has been like, did you guys just meet him? Like, it's like asking if like Fernando Alonso is like a nice guy. Like, did you guys just meet him? Like when someone shows you who they are. I believe him. Max been showing us who he is. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there, there's not a question in my book who Max really is. Not one. But he. But the audio heard around the world is he's like, "Don't ask me again. I have my reasons." And he's like, "And people, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay." So now Shannon, tell us what are the reasons? Well, the reason being that. Max is convinced that Checo did crash in Monaco. It's on... apparent. Someone said allegedly that he's admitted it. Yeah. It's Checo's admitted it's it. It's on his website because his dad is the one who planted the seed back in the summer. I got that receipt too. If anybody wants to see it, I was like, <laughs> I knew see. Shannon was on the Reddit deep dive. There was a pick member that sent her this Reddit thread and I, Popped into the DMs and saw that, and I was like, "Ooh, Shannon's about to go." Oh, you know, on a Shannon went home. off on that one. I was like, "What? What is happening?" Yeah. So, it, it, also not Max's mom. No, not Max's mom. Max's dad. You Max's know, dad. no, but no. Did you see when Max's mom threw him under the bus about cheating on his wife? Oh, about Yas cheating yeah. on his wife? No, no, no. About Checo. Oh no. Oh, I what think I shared it. This? Yes. There's also, or maybe one of my friends, oh, one of my friends, Kristen, another F1 fan sent me this TikTok, which I will find and share. But basically someone posted something and the mom comments on the post and is like, and also not him, like basically stepping out on his wife, like the whole family gets in on this stuff. I will share it because uh, it is, it was on, it was on the talks. I saw it on the talks. Um, hold on. I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> hold on. I got to turn my talks down so that they're 
not so loud. Uh, this is Max Verstappen's mother, Sophie, talking about the rumors of Sergio Perez cheating on his wife after the Monaco GP. So I guess she commented on some post and said, and like responded to somebody and said, and then in the evening cheating on his wife with the emoji that's like the thinking, like chin on the hand on the chin. <laughs> Damn. No, I did not know this was part of the, oh, this is. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Yeah, like the whole this is when it comes to stirring up shit, it is a family affair in the Verstappen fan, like in the Verstappen crew. Wow. Yeah. All okay. the Verstappens get in. It's a family affair. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead on yours. But I that. didn't know. Yeah. I didn't I thought I'd share that with you. But no, like they're coming at it from all angles. They're like, he cheated in the race, he cheated on his wife. It is it's dark. <laughs> it is so dark. Shit. Okay. I just said Yas be and Yas popping up no, over no. here. And it's like, that was it. No. Sophie getting in on it too. <laughs> Sophie said, she you come at my boy. Yas is like, I'll take the racing. She's like, don't worry. I'll take the, the family. <laughs> like it's, it's fucked up. Not going to lie. Like it is wild. <laughs> <gasps> Shit. Yeah. Okay, no, well, like drama. That is great. Okay, so hit us with that Reddit. What's that Reddit thread saying? Well, this is news.verstappen.com. So this is like the official <laughs> Max Verstappen web- website. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and I Oh, quote. they posted it on his oh, website? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. so... I mean, the pettiness is <laughs> off the charts. Level. And it's... I mean, it's is bringing it me a lot of joy. Is it we should aspire to be like in the petty world? Like... The, I, I honestly... I kind of aspire much? to be the person who gives these few fucks. Like... Where you're just like, I don't care. Oh, Kimmy Reckoning, that's who you want to be. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, like what I mean, no, not really, but like I feel like you would have so much less weight on your shoulders if you cared so little. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not great for like humanity, but these people, like, I just care I wonder what much. it's like to walk <laughs> through the world with just like I could use like a little dose of it. Like I don't need like a whole, like the whole status but i could just use a little bit of the like caring a little bit less when people think about you because <laughs> they don't care at all Mm-mm. not at all okay so so what's on news.versteppen <laughs> so as a father i was also disappointed with the race max's third place was very disappointing we all saw that it was a difficult weekend for him it starts with the car which simply doesn't have the characteristics for his driving style yet max has far too little grip at that front axle and especially in monaco all those short corners you need a car that turns very quickly that was just hard red bull achieved a good result but at the same time exerted little influence to help max get to the front that he finished third, he owes to Ferrari mistake at that second stop of Charles Leclerc. The champion, the championship leader Max was not helped in the sense by the chosen strategy. It turned completely to Checo's favor. That was disappointing to me, and I would have liked to have, I would have liked for it to be different for the championship leader. Perez actually won the race because of the earlier pit stop. The team can perhaps explain that as a gamble, but they had already seen, for example, Gasly that the intermediates were the best option for that time. I would have liked for them to go for Max, but of course I am not entirely objective. I think 10 points for Max have been thrown away here, especially when two, when two retirements we've had. We need every point. Don't forget that Ferrari currently has a better car, especially in qualifying. Max also had bad luck in qualifying because his last run was significantly faster on his way to that second lap until the crash of Perez, and everything would have been different. Apart from all of this, I am happy for Checo. Winning in Monaco, of course, is something special, and I hope he enjoys it. And from now on, it's full focus on the next races in Baku and Canada. 
Joss Verstappen. He's like, here, Checo, I'm going to throw you all the way under this bus. But once it runs over you and then backs over you and then drives over you again, I will pick you up and take you to the hospital. And just so you know, that bus also has Max's picture on the side of it. And I'm driving it. I I mean, as a parent, I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, I love my kids more than anything. And I could never imagine writing that. Like, those are the thoughts you keep inside. Right. You don't put them on your son's website that you clearly are real yeah. aggressive in typing. It's like, those are the inside thoughts. Those are the ones you like, or you say to your friend or your wife or like Max. You're confident that you know it's not leaving yeah, whatever like, room you set it in. Like that's where those thoughts stay. You're like, look, I know I'm totally biased and like, you know, a little bit crazy. So I'm just going to get my crazy out here and then put my regular face on. He said, no, I'm going to put it on the interwebs for all to read. <laughs> oh man. Has he written his diatribe for this race yet? Because I don't know. Lord, I have to look. I have yeah, to wait. Because oh, that God. one has got to be juicy. Yeah. Also, I just love that they have their own news site. I was talking about how, like, the reporter, I guess, that has reported that Checo, like, in- admitted mm-hmm. to what is, like, basically an unknown, like, leak of the Verstappen family. Like, he's. Like he's See, a mouthpiece. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But I and mean, I heard it's what I've read on the internet. Not like I have some yeah, fucking right. ear to the ground on that one. I mean, all of these sources always come back to a Dutch newspaper. Well, let's, you probably yeah. have a couple of Dutch reporters in your pocket. I mean, you've got, you need your key pieces in media for you to be able to bend it the way that you need to bend it. Yeah. Yeah. Of the Verstappens understand how that game goes. They get it. Oh, yeah. They're PR people. They, but masterminds. like, this is what I'm like. Uh, well, okay. So in this actual in this racing um dot com interview, I'll post this too. But they're saying how like you the smoking gun in this whole scenario is if you look at the laps that Checo had taken prior to this, like the race data doesn't show anything off. Okay, but like this last lap, it does like eighty percent of what he's doing is like off the chart so to speak yeah. in comparison to what he did laps before and, and Checo even says like in a statement he's like I lost you know grip on the back wheel that's something that we've been struggling with and it was you know particularly happened you know at this right time or at the at this last time he's like and I didn't want that to happen you know like in the interview he's like I didn't you know like I just was lost control of the car the back grip was gone like it's something we've been fighting with and it was just you know kind of came to a head so it's like if you look at the charts, you're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I mean, and now I'm I sure feel like if you're a if you're a professional driver, like, I mean, you're a professional F1 driver. Don't you think you could figure out like these people know these cars? They're like built around their bodies, like they are like an extension of themselves. Don't you think that you could easily make it look like that you lost the grip, like? I don't know. I, I just feel know, like maybe they could manipulate that a know. little bit. This, this is where I've always thought, like, if you are just going to crash your car, I would want a professional to do it because obviously, like you're saying, like they do know these cars. But I just think it's like it's such a risk. Like, I'm just not going to pretend or I'm not going to fake a crash where I could legit hurt myself. Like, I'm not yeah. going to try to take myself out just to keep you from winning. I'm not Alonzo, you know? 
Yeah, but like that was a turn where there was like a lot of crashes, but it weren't they weren't like high speed crashes. They were like clearly like you lose the grip on the car, like and spin out and then like pull into that corner in Monaco. I mean, we saw it a few a few people. So I'm just saying, like, do you think it's something that could easily that they could try and do? And I'm saying that I think maybe he could easily like know how to do it. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think if if anybody knows how to do it, it's going to be a professional driver. I do think that that would be the case. But here's where I find Or like maybe he started to spin out and like he could have corrected it, but he just like let it ride. You know, like you can feel your car and then like you either course correct. Maybe he was just like, I'm going to let this one ride. Like maybe it wasn't intentional. Like he was like, I'm not going to go in and crash this. But like when it happened, he was like, I'm not going to bail out of it. Right. When Monaco put him 15 points away from Max. Well, I mean, I would love to see, you know how they do these stupid, um, these stupid, uh, like MMA fights or like boxing matches where like they pit like two random ass people against each other for money. I'm trying to watch the, (laughs) the battle of the dads. Uh, a Papa Perez versus a Yasper Seven, just grudge match, like heavyweight battle. (laughs) (laughs) That's after, like box to box, make that happen after this season of trying to survive. I mean, I talk about what I'd pay for a pay per view of that. Like, forget all these other matches. That's the pay per view. I'm I'm shelling out the ninety five bucks. You know what? For. That's the GoFundMe for the W series. Let's put that on, <laughs> and then that money we'll use to. And you could do Esteban and Fernando on the undercard. I mean, we could have a great undercard. Oh, be cool. oh, this is great. I love it. Just, just saying, if they want to do something in the off season. Um. Okay. <laughs> well, know. let's talk about. Okay. So Max, this drama is going to continue. I imagine that we'll be talking is, about this. But I do have another question before we put okay. this bed. Okay. I do have a question. It was a long time between Monaco and now. One, yeah. why have we not heard anything about this like before? And two, if Checo was asked to be a team player to help Max, because Which at, he at some point he did. I mean, he like he did Checo the work. even said he's like he's got two championships and I helped him, and he did because he's the one that defended Lewis Hamilton my nerves last year to oh i know like he was like the fly around his face all fucking season yeah he's defending everybody off of him all season so it's like i think that's why everybody's like what the fuck max right and that's kind of my point is like just help him out like just like you've already won like None of this matters because you have already won. Well, and also you're just making more trouble for yourself. Like, look at all this drama around you now. Like, you could yeah. have just let it go and just been like, whatever, right. whatever. You could have been a hero. You know, you could have actually turned the page in a lot of people's books right now. But instead, you fucking, you flip the script and you're like, anything you thought I had grown and matured. Yeah. I, I, like, I had Nope. It. Nope. I fired my therapist. I'm back. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm happy about it. Um, I'm just saying, like, he made so much more trouble for himself. Like, that's the dumbest part about it. Like, you just created like a lot more drama and like issues that are unnecessary. Like, you've locked up the championship tenfold. Like, who cares? Who cares? Like, are you that? Like, are you holding a grudge that hard? Which yes, yes. he is, and I the love that about yes. him. <laughs> but yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit much. Um, okay, but let's go on to happier things. Uh, is Mercedes back? Uh, guys, Mercedes is back. I'm here Mercedes to see you. Back. 
Mercedes back. The silver arrows are back. <laughs> yes, Mercedes is back. And big wait. Okay, I the my favorite like meme of this weekend was like George Russell is the kind of British guy that couldn't let a season go by without like <laughs> God save the king, queen being played. Like it's been since 19, like every year since 1952, God save the, the queen has been played. And so I, that was my favorite. They're like, that's how British she is. And yes, it's true. We yeah, love that about true. George William Russell. You know, I, I will say congratulations, George. Well-deserved. Oh, okay. Is, here it comes. You know, that was, it's taken a long bumpy road to get here, but congratulations. And uh, you know what? You deserved it. You deserved it. And Honestly, he, did. he really, drove great. He, he was drove a great day. He and had, then, a, he had mean, a great like sprint race. He had a great sprint. He had a great. I mean, he just really was the dominant driver. The in strategy was the good. Mercedes. His strategy was great, and you know he he drove great. I and mean, he had a great start. Like great, great, great start. start. Yeah. So it was impressive. Claps and to you, George. Claps to George. Snaps for George. That was great. Also going to give some snaps to my boy, Lewis. I mean, I, I love nothing more than when Lewis just like sneaks behind a car and is like, doo, 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 doo. and then the takeover happens. And I'm like, there he is. can we talk about how happy boy. Lewis is in Brazil? The joy, the joy. the joy on the man's face in Brazil. It I was, love that. That's a home race for him. I really it was radiating his, his skin. That's already glowing was like a sunbeam. He was so, yeah. he he really loves Brazil and Brazil loves him. And we I loved love when he talked right about back. how he was trying to learn Portuguese and that he was like, I'll be back on holiday, which also love vacations being called holidays. Yes. Um, and yeah, I just was like happy for him because, you know, he loves Brazil. He loves, loves Brazil. Brazil. I know. It's a great time. It is a great time. And I love this for him. I really did want, and I, we were, you know, making our predictions in the car and I was like, guys, I feel it. It's going to be a Merc one too. I want Lewis to be on top and I'm happy if George gets on that podium, but I, I know it's going to be a Merc one too. And Dan was like, that's not going to happen. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. he did it. And he did it. He did it. I mean, I would have loved to have seen that happen, but I also appreciate that Lewis was like, George is a better driver today and yeah. needs to win this race. This is his way to win. And I, you know, like, that, see, that's a teammate. <laughs> that's a fucking seven-time world champion. I mean, yes. Helping Let's not teammate. act like Lewis didn't have some drama back in the day. But oh, for yes. sure he did. Yes, I love drama king Lewis as much as I love Sir Lewis. Like, that is, <laughs> he can be both to me, and he's yes, pleasant yes. at both. But I agree <laughs> that he was super gracious and yes. also just... Get that keep that man in Brazil. He seems like the weight of the world is off his shoulders a little bit in Brazil. You know, yeah. he feels like uh, I feel like sometimes we see him and he's, you know, where you're smiling, but you kind of want to cry on the inside. I feel like we see that Lewis a lot where he's just like holding it all together. Yeah. And in Brazil, he just it felt he felt lighter. He felt like yes. freer. His shoulders were relaxed. The smile was true. It was well, when I you have that for like him. that kind of fan support and just like you don't have people calling you names in brazil you don't have well, people coming unless it's kelly piquet's dad <laughs> also true also true also true <laughs> no i i'm yeah i'm yeah. fully alive but his his light 
that that shines on him is a lot brighter than the dark that casts on him in Brazil. And I yeah, think yeah, that, yes, you know, that is he, he, you see that you just you see it and I love it. And they need a little Louis the Redeemer statue in <laughs> in Brazil, <laughs> yeah. like not obviously Christ the Redeemer, yeah. but like a little one, which is Louis the yeah. Redeemer <laughs> right underneath. Of yes. it. <laughs> but can we also please just give love? to Carlos signs because oh, God bless this poor driver. Like he is An everybody's angel. shadow driver. Like he just, just no matter doll, baby. Yes, <laughs> it would have been, even if Carlos would have won, it would have been overshadowed by this dumb Max and Checo drama being like, can you believe what happened? I mean, Carlos I is, a, is, we don't deserve swept him. Under we the don't rug deserve and I'm him. like, God, he's so precious. I know we don't deserve, we don't deserve. We really don't. <laughs> and, and you know, he said that he would have surrendered his position if they had said, yes. and you, and, but we can't take a podium. Like, you know, that I would just fall on the sword for Charles every single day. And that's my dog snoring. <laughs> if you just heard something, <laughs> um, I would like, just, I would give it all for sweet Charles, but Charles, you can't take a podium. You can't take Carlos's podium. I know we're trying to get the points, but like, you can't have this podium. And he did no. such a great job. Now, snaps to sweet, sweet Charles Leclerc, who got fucking bumped, who had to start, for, like, go back all the way to the beginning. Then they had to, they were doing all kinds of stops and starts and pit stops and nonsense. And the man came from the bottom back to the top. And I think that we should recognize that. So yeah. him and Max both went back to the bottom and who made it quicker, made it back to the top quicker. And I think that there was a lot of great drivers in this race. So like, he's certainly not driver of the day, but I mean, I feel like we should give a little bit of love to the man coming, coming through. I do agree. Charles had a, he had a, a great race and he had a lot of obstacles he had to overcome in this. And actually Dan's driver of the day, he was actually, he's like, I'm surprised it's Lewis because Charles actually overcame a lot more. And I was like, yes. Now, let's also be clear that 17% of the vote went to Lewis, which is a very low number for anybody well, because to win they all anything. Spread but out it's like and... for to see that it's that spread. But if you only win by 17%, you're like, Ooh. well, because this race was wild. You could have given it to Fernando Alonso. You could have given, given it to, really to George anybody. Russell. Yeah. You could have given it uh, to Charles. Like there was a lot. I mean, also Sebastian Vettel had a great day. Like, yes, he did. I mean, he didn't finish as high as like I feel like he could have, but you know, I'm. I think I may sob next week when it's uh, Seb's last race. You know, like sad, sad for Seb, sad for Seb, <laughs> always sad, sad for Seb. Seb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Charles kind of crushed, despite like the many obstacles, despite almost getting taken out of the race. Why the fuck did they <sighs> put him on enters? Why? Why? And why didn't he say no? <laughs> like that's I think the he's time just... that you could not be a team player and be like, guys. You don't know what you're doing. Stop. I think that he's <laughs> tired of that. Like, he's just like, I can't be, I can't be, all, I, can't I can't do, do it all. Yeah. I can't do it all, guys. I need some help. And he's oh. like, there's two races left. I got to just like, fuck it. Whatever. We're going to do whatever you guys want. Like, we'll figure it the fuck out. I mean, he was angry after the race. Oh, yeah, he was. He was, was angry. I was like, sweet. I don't know that I've seen angry Charles. I've seen sad and disappointed Charles, but I don't think I've seen angry Charles. And I was like, I think that's angry. Yeah. Well, you know, he wants to come in second, you know, like let the man, and I'm glad that, that you know, but this is their tied. Checo and Charles are tied, 290 apiece. I know. And this is also, my husband was like, you know, I hope that Checo does win over, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why, over Charles, because he just wants Max to feel bad about it. He's like, you could have helped that. You could have prevented this whole no. thing from happening. And no. if, 
Checo, if, if Charles, uh, if mm-hmm. no, if Charles mm-hmm. wins, sorry, if Charles wins and Checo doesn't win, that's going to be on Max. Okay, maybe, but maybe not. Because if Charles wins big, then like, it's too bad. It's so sad. Listen, I love you to pieces and I love Ferrari to pieces, but they're going to need to pull a bigger rabbit out we of the hat for this object. We came in third and fourth. How, how dare you get on the podium two times <laughs> and all of a sudden you are just throwing things out. Like, oh, like, okay, let's not forget where you came from earlier this season. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. Third and fourth is no sleeping place like, to be by any you're like, oh, they're trash. I'm like, excuse. <laughs> they're not trash. Their strategy and their team is trash. I just want we more for both of these. What did you want us to do? And our car was not as good as the Merc this weekend. How dare. Okay. You've you've activated squeal voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm over here being a little bit perplexed at how, how we are going to rag on the Ferrari. I mean, you know, I've ragged on them hard all I season. Know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Just giving you but a hard time. come on. But listen, this is my and happy it's place. It's fully likely that Mercedes he does went to Ferrari 3 4 and Red Bull not there. I'm good with that. Yeah, <laughs> Shannon has forgotten <laughs> where she came from this season. This is actually a really good thing. And I'm really going to take a little dose of humble pie. <laughs> um yeah so i I just think that we need to make sure that you know charles my sweet sweet charles gets the love he deserves and also carlos i'm so proud of him i love him so much i don't think cousin carlos was there to see this and that was a mistake also noticeably not there where was toto yeah toto wasn't he at a wedding didn't someone say you had a wedding to go to i don't know what about (laughs) thoughts guys this is do you think, to- I think this was the race where everyone was like a little bit tired and they were like, these races have been so boring yeah, and they sucked. have been long and they have, but also <laughs> Toto's a finance guy, right? That's kind of, that's where yeah, he came I from. I don't know. You're the, you're the well, subject matter expert on Toto guy. here. And crypto went under this weekend. Do you think Toto was like, oh shit. And crypto was a sponsor of Mercedes. And they oh, took yeah. all that shit off. So I'm curious, like, did he have some things? He <gasps> oh had to, shit. Like, I didn't even cool, think about like, that. Doesn't crypto like sponsor all those races too? Yes. And Mercedes removed all of that from their like sponsorships. Like it's off the car. It's all, I mean, anytime, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like as soon as crypto would come into the frame of the TV, they dropped the camera. Like, so like, <gasps> oh, because like they bills were... have not been paid. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Ooh. I was like, okay. Well, that's a whole, and there's so much to talk about. Cause I like just went through some news and notes too. Like, we don't have time to do five, but like, I mean, the drama is everyone has everyone's they have left to give and here's one from planet f1 ralph schumacher blasts Günther steiner for quote personal vendetta against mick like what like people just coming out they're just like they're like fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you (laughs) ralph schumacher has got a lot to say often has taken aim at Gunther Steiner, accusing the Haas team boss of having something personal against his nephew, Mick Schumacher. Well, and you know, it's like, this is dad week. And since, you know, we know that Michael's not available, Ralph is like, if dads are all getting wild, like, who am I to sit on the sidelines? Good point. It's time for me to throw in. Okay. You know, he's like, Mick needs a, a crazy dad too. And I got to step crazy in and uncle. be that role. Here we go. Yeah. 
<laughs> According to the latest reports on Mick's future, the driver has already been informed by Steiner that he won't have a Haas race seat for next season. He was reportedly told this at the San Paolo Grand Prix, where perhaps with that in mind, he said, sometimes it's your year and sometimes it's not. And this year was probably not mine. He went on to declare, we have one race left, but the 21-year-old expects to be replaced by Nico Hulkenberg within the, with the announcement coming as early as Wednesday. She Marker for the demise of his nephew's career, adamant Haas would have re-signed him if it were not for the Italian. I see it difficult for Haas to cheat. Otherwise, they would have done it. But yeah, the Italian, he means Gunter Steiner, just so we're all clear. Because sometimes I don't think people realize that Gunter is Italian, Northern Italian. Northern Italy, yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, so... Although Mick has scored just tw- twice in his two seasons on the grid, Rob Schumacher believes he has still shown potential, but that it was crushed by Steiner and his ego. Mick has shown that there's no that there's potential, but no matter what he did, the team and Gunter Steiner were never satisfied with it. This behavior cannot be explained with normal standards. It almost has to be something personal. I believe that Gunter Steiner cannot deal with the fact that someone else is the focus at Haas. <laughs> Not him coming for Gunter. Oh, that's it, Ralph. These are <laughs> fighting words like are you kidding me everyone's fighting everyone is fighting everyone is fighting i mean drama goes as fast as these damn cars in this sport i like everyone yeah and like in september people were trying to still hold it together they're like we got to get to november you know at the beginning of the season it's all love the summer they get a little get a little feisty and then they take a break and then they come back and they're like well we're good but now it is just this like, is like the final pit stop. The wheels are legit falling off the cars. Yeah, like this is no it. one can find the guns. They nope. can't get the <laughs> wheels on. It's a 17 it a... minute pit stop. Like we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. People are just losing their shit. It's <laughs> so yeah, just oh, also in other wild news that warrants just a quick hit uh-huh. and also shows that we cannot afford to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> Unless we are like volunteers. We've got to win the lottery, girl. Win unveils $1 million F1 Las Vegas Grand Prix race package. The 2023 Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix is already being hailed as the most expensive on next year's schedule. And a new race and hotel package is taking the distinction to new heights. Win Las Vegas unveiled a $1 million package providing all access experience at next year's race. So yeah, it's a curated experience between the win and F1. So, but... Each of the ultra expensive packages will also benefit the community with $100,000 from each sale slated to go towards local philanthropic efforts. The seven figure package is good for up to six people and includes a four night stay at the two story Encore three bedroom duplex. The room includes 24 hour butler service with daily breakfast and enhanced in room amenities. Is it like a continental breakfast? <laughs> but did any of that like include like things to do at the track? Yeah, the deal okay. also gets fans access to the VIP spaces along the track, including the Wind Grid Club that will be located in the F1 paddock area, uh, blah, 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 where it's being built. The paddock area is where the start from. Okay, we know where the paddock area is. Um, additionally, those who purchase the $1 million package will have a welcome bottle of Don Perignon and caviar, dinner for six at Delilah, featuring a special menu created by executive chef Joshua Smith, and priority access to race-related events. So you basically, like, you get to do all the stuff. So let's hit the, let's keep playing the Powerball. <laughs> if anybody's going to want to take two little podcasters with them. Yeah, I will make, I will carry your bags. I will make sure I will yes. go get that continental breakfast. I will go like hold you a spot at the tables. <laughs> you can email us at F1 push, 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 push. <laughs> 
Yeah. So just in case you thought that you could afford to go to Vegas, like it's, it's not, none of us can go. It's not for the, it's not for normies. No, they really just trying to like edge out the common fan. They're like, ah, sit down. Yeah. Sit down. You got Coda. We could go get jobs at a hotel and try and watch it from there. And that's, I feel like the closest we will get. I Uh, am an exceptional cocktail waitress. I could do this. I could do it. Yeah. There we go. So those are just my quick news because, you know, we had a, we had a a lot to recap. We had a lot to recap. Well, I do have one quick little note for you. I posted this just on our stories this morning, but according to some sources, Fred Vassier of Alfa Romeo is slotted to replace Mattia Benotto next Okay. Shannon told me this right before we hit record and I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Benotto's been with the team since like 1991. And it's time for him to go. But like, do you think they're going to move him into like the way Zach Brown is? I think he's got to go. You think he's going to be gone, baby gone? I think he's going to be like have a new role in the team. Mm-mm. He's not going to be able to. I. Mm. How could you get rid of somebody who's been with you for that long? How could you let someone make terrible decisions? Like I under know. your watch, you have two How could you do this to me? Question mark. drivers <laughs> that are incredible, and you've had the fastest car up until a point where you decided to just just let it tinker all go. with it and be yeah, like, no, I know they were in a championship contingency i know i know i know stop bringing it back up stop bringing it back up i just you know the only decision he's allowed to make is what kind of espresso goes in the machine that's it it just makes me feel bad because he's been there for so long and he's like we you know climbed the ranks why do you care why i mean i'm like i don't because i don't care (laughs) because (laughs) underneath of this hard exterior i have a soft i'm 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 an m&m i'm actually very surprised like what decisions do you want him to make I don't know. Like you just, just want to keep him around just for nostalgia? Yes. yes. He's not a sweater your grandma knitted. It's, he's, he's it's for brandy. He's <laughs> not a sweater your grandma knit. No, but like I think you should I don't think we should just let him go. It just seems hard. Like, can you imagine it's like your whole life? It's like Tom Brady. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't feel Tom bad for Tom Brady either. Yeah, but like they don't know anything else. He doesn't know anything else. That's not I mean, my fault. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting this to be so harsh from you. No. Um, Listen, but I'm here I for new decisions. Like, I'm here you, for new decisions. When you have a job to do and you don't do your job, you got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, I can find you a nice little desk job if you need to still have like, you know, a business card with Ferrari on it. You want personal stationery? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what Sounds I Sounds good. But you're I not, mean, you're not going into PR. You're not the meet and greet of the team. You don't give great interviews. You're not doing your job with strategy. You, you, your boys are struggling. I didn't realize that you had harbored this much hate in your heart for That's Ferrari. That's my problem with Ferrari. It's not. It's you it's, have so much hate. Why? Where you've been bottling this up? Let it put it in the Don't book, girl. So much better. I'm really glad I said that. Okay. Well, thank you for yes. also letting me get my Mean Girls reference in for the episode. You know, you're welcome um that was not planned but you know they hey when when inspiration strikes okay so let's close out this episode with Mm -hmm. your pole position and driver of the day okay well my pole position i've already said was the oh it's the radio radio. radio. exceptional go team f1 production who put that together well done um my driver of the day lewis hamilton of course 
Of course. Uh, but I also like to give an honorary mention to George Russell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah love that. Okay. My pole position goes to the actual pole sitter, Kevin Magnuson. And I mean, just loved he that brought me a lot of joy on Friday. And I just hate that his joy got stolen. Um, but I just feel like he was a he was the light that we needed at the beginning of this weekend to be like, this is gonna be a good weekend, people. Like, we're coming, we're bringing the fun and yes. the drama and all. But yeah, big ups to K Mag. And my driver of the day goes to George Russell. Like, you did it, bud. You did it. You did it. You came in first. And like, I'm also a little sad that your big win got overshadowed by all the drums. But uh, I think, you know, his, the Great Britain people, you know, like the people of Great Britain, they're very happy. So the Great Britons. You know who he was flying next to on the 15 hour flight out of uh, Brazil to Abu Dhabi? Who? Carlos. Those are best. Carlos were flying commercial together commercial yeah that's what i said i was like but like emirates like right like it's gonna i mean it's nice let's be honest it's nice um like in a pod right like in a (laughs) most definitely and carlos is like i'll buy you drinks all night and george was like are the drinks free on this flight so i thought that was adorable and i was like you know what god carlos god you're just everybody's bestie and i love it oh yeah he's a man of the people really is also that's got to be a long ass flight 15 hours man Settle in. That's a lot. If you have to sit next to anybody on a 15 hour flight, let it be Carlos Carlos signs. Yeah. Like let it be Carlos signs. Also, did we ever talk about this? I don't think we did, but since we're on the subject of Carlos, before we wrap up, did you see when he surprised the guy that does the F1 um, impersonations? You know, the comedian that does the F1, he was in Austin and was doing Carlos's voice and Carlos came up and they and it was it was also just a hit of serotonin it was so it was so great and they were both talking in the carlos signs voice and it was, <laughs> i mean carlos signs was just using his natural voice and the other guy was doing his voice it was really great um that's awesome and you know just showed that he's a joy he's a doll he's a <laughs> he delight really um okay you know what else is a delight What's when that? people review the podcast uh, we would really love it if you would do so at wherever you listen to podcasts, um, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, wherever, you know, wherever you consume, uh, rate and review, let us know what you like. Uh, you don't really have to let us know if you hate it. So <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of people that tell us that in our comment section. So just leave that off the review page. Yeah. Just so like, you fine. can just close out the screen and just yeah. let us go. Just slide in the DMs us- <laughs> and tell us what you really think. That's fine. Cast That's us out also to see. fine. <laughs> if you do like it, rate and review. And um, yeah, again, and if you want to tell us that you hate us, just come in our DMs over on Instagram at F1 Push Push and follow us on uh, TikTok at F1 Push Push and on Twitter at F1 Push Push Pod. I didn't get to do all my tweets this week because I was a little behind on the start, but be back for this weekend. Um, But yeah, we we would love nothing. We would be happier than Gunter Stas with Kevin Magnuson on pole position if you would follow, rate, and review. And until next time, push, push.